0: Welcome to the Between Two Wheels podcast. This is your host, Tyler Yonke. Episode, I think it's 74. And like I had said yesterday, briefly, um, this is the one-year anniversary of launching this podcast. We did it July 8th of 2018, and we've been going steady since. Obviously, we've been doing a little average, more than one a week. And with that, um, it's not easy, but it's fun. And we've been trying to do a breakdown of local racing in northern california uh we obviously covered the um the amgen tour of california when it came through so we do a little bit more than just local races we try to do the uci and you know i i like to do and chris and kurt and i we've gone over um world tour racing and we're going to continue to do that uh so thanks for for being a part of this and we hope to uh keep you informed and going as the year comes Episode 74, we have the Tour de France Stage 2. We'll do a brief overview here. Basically, there was another sprint stage that's somewhat boring. And by the way, I hope the volume is better on this one. Uh, The other one, we didn't quite get the... um, It was popping. So it was going over the... We've set the limits back a little bit. Um, Hope that's working. And I'll try to keep an eye on it today. And if so, we'll try to set that back even more. Stage 2, we had 184... 2.5 2.5 kilometers from um saint germain to La Roche-sur-Yonne. I think I mentioned this yesterday in the close. It's basically a counterclockwise, counter-clockwise loop um, and pretty boring as far as the profile goes. They had a cat-force climb about 28 kilometers in, one kilometer at 3.9%. Uh, there was a sprint at the 132 kilometer point uh, bonus points, which the bonus points are time. So you're going to get time bonuses, uh, three, two, one at certain spots. And those could come in handy, you know, for especially, I think the the tours thought on those early on was we're going to give these sprinters, uh, it's going to be a little bit more competitive. We'll give them a chance to get bonus times. Uh, we saw that with rohan dennis uh in the giro this year uh, he was able to get a sprint bonus and then he ended up with the pink jersey for quite a while uh so anyway that that came at 168.5 uh, kilometers to 20k from the finish fairly flat other than that uh so how'd the day plan out well you had three get in the break early it was uh dion smith of wanty group gobert from new zealand um sylvain chavanel from direct energy for france and Michael Gogol of Trek Sigafredo. So Trek Sigafredo, the only world tour team on that contingent of three breakaways. They got a gap, about three minutes, um, held that out there. Dion Smith then took the prize of a one point over the Côte de Pozorgue. Uh This tied in with yesterday's um, winner or yesterday's uh, KOM Climbers jersey, uh, Le Uh And so then it came down to basically who's going to be the um who gets the higher place in on the stage today that's going to be able to wear the jersey um going forward so uh, Deion smith ends up with that he you know he ends up getting the leader's jer- or the the climber's jersey he's going to be able to wear that tomorrow uh possibly, i don't think there's any KOM spots for the TGD so for at least 2 days and i think it's the first new zealand rider to get any kind of uh, jersey at the tour de france uh, there haven't been a lot of them over the years. Nathan Dahlberg's one I know of because he had this issue with the uh, 7-Eleven team coming in the 80s where it was a last minute thing and he got called over. Because Bob Roll. Bob Roll uh, wrecked in training the day before. So they were able to call in Nathan Dahlberg. He hadn't slept. He gets over there. He ends up getting dropped on the team time trial a few days in, if not uh, days one through three. Anyway, um, just a side note there. So Deion Smith uh, ends up Beating Le Noir in the final, at least he was placed higher than him, so he gets the uh, the leaders or not the leader jersey, the climbers jersey. Soon after the KOM, though, Smith and Gogol they both ditched the ludicrous idea of trying to be out front with uh, Sylvain Chavanel, and they went back to the group, leaving Chavanel out there all alone doing his French thing flashing his pearly whites all day and you know this is his 18th uh tour de france so if he finishes it i think he'll be the uh one the the the, the most finishes in the tour de france beating out george hincapi so he's got that going for him and i'm not sure if he's retiring at the end of the year but uh he's been you know racing since uh you know 2000 or before then we had a sprint spot today at the sprint chavanagh was still out front so he took the maximum points uh, but behind him, you got to finally see Sagan kind of gearing up for what he's going to be doing now, which is going for the green Jersey. Uh, he gets second place. Fernando Gaviria doesn't look like he makes much of an effort and just easily holds his wheel. Christoph fourth, Arnold DeMar fifth, um, Greipel down to 10th place. So, you know, he's kind of making a go at it as well. Then the bonus point. Uh, the time bonuses you had um Garrett Thomas ended up taking that, and when he took that, it was uh basically his um you know it, it looks like you may have the one chance here uh for him of, of getting in for the lead because he's taking it seriously every little free point free uh second he can he's he's trying to take it for the team so you know, he's either like hedging his bets that uh, Froome's not going to do so good, or he's at least otherwise. Why is he getting uh, free seconds here? But anyway, um, he's maybe maybe he's hoping that that Froome keeps crashing out. So, all right. So then after the bonus point, or even during that time today was crash field and lot a lot of roundabouts. You see these roundabouts coming in now with um, there was. Uh, Dan Martin had tweeted out the concentration of the uh, the actual roundabouts per 1,000 people, and the highest concentration was that found in France. So, uh, interesting or not, these guys are going through a lot of roundabouts. There's a lot of wrecks. Adam Yates goes down. He needed a bike change. Luis Leon Sanchez of Astana, he crashed badly and had to abandon, um, which hurts his team for the TTT tomorrow and obviously later on in the mountains uh gourmet of trek he crashed out he was the first at the 90 kilometer point he gets the notoriety of being the first person to abandon the tour honor uh, Demar punctured both wheels his teammate came up there handed both wheels his teammates just left with a frame set holding it waiting for the team car to come by Kittle punctured around 6k to go he had to give up for the final he wasn't able to uh contest that luke durbridge took a spill on the run-in uh, he went down hard and then jumped up and and ran to the side of the road as you know other riders are coming through. It looked like he's just trying to get it out of the way. Um, you know if he's not doing too well, oh, then in the the final also you had Daryl Impey. He went down in the final crash, and it looked like he went down in his face. So that's that team is looking for some you know time to that they're going to try to make up time tomorrow in the TTT. So it'll be interesting to see what they um, are able to do there. And then Lawson Craddock. Hanging on the back all day. He appeared to kind of sit up in the last 10 kilometers and just ride in easy. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about him later. I don't know that he's got um, how much of a chance he has with the time trial coming up, team time trial, to actually hang on. However, the big ordeal took place uh, in the last one or two kilometers. Big right-hander. All the teams are queuing up. Quick Step's up front. Um, Sagan's up front. And they take this right hander and they go down. Daryl Limpy's kind of in the middle of that South African national champion riding for Michelin Scott goes down. Looks like it goes down face first, and it splits the group enough. Gaviria goes down. He's in yellow. He kind of he he gets up really quickly and tries to jump on and catch up. He does not catch up. He's not worried. You know, it's in the last three k. He's not really worried about time loss, but he wants to get his placing high enough so that Sagan won't overtake him for yellow. Um, as it came down to, you had a few sprinters up there. You had Cabrelli, Sagan, Damar, Greipel, Kristoff, uh, Degenkolb, but you didn't have Grunewagen. You didn't have Gaviria. You know, a few other guys missed out. And um, the result was Sagan ends up taking the win. It looks like it's kind of somewhat easy as, as a gradual uphill, as I had mentioned yesterday. Uh, and so Sagan gets it. He easily comes past Damar, who looks like he maybe went a little too early. But then Sonny Cabrelli... Um, makes a good kick and it looks like maybe he was wrongly geared. So he's making a little bit of an effort to, to get up there and just slugging his way, not quite getting past Sagan. There's a bike throw at the end. Sagan wins it over Cabrelli So you got Sagan, Cabrelli, DeMar, Greipel, Christoph, DuPont. Those are your top six. Valverde ends up in seventh places and Degenkolb in ninth. Degenkolb makes a complaint to the officials about Sagan's uh, riding and, you know, Sagan, it, look, you know, there's all kinds of comments about, hey, how come he's not going down? He hasn't had a wreck since, I don't know, 2010 Volta. Is that when he got hit by the the moto? Uh, you know, you just he, he obviously crashed with Cavendish last year, but he didn't go down. Uh, so he does have this ability to stay upright. Um, I don't know if, if his riding, though, is necessarily always the safest. Even for the, the sprint spot, he takes a slot through and comes through, and it, it's a little... It's a little off-putting, actually, to see. Uh, so you know, Sagan's out there. He's his fans love him because he can he can do amazing things on a bike, and I think that's one of his abilities of not going down is because of what he can do on the bike. Uh, but maybe maybe it's the idea of b- him being an uh, an aggressive uh, a rider, and you know, on the offense instead of the defense, he's always looking for those outs, which is great. But sometimes it looks like he might impede other riders, which is what Degenkolb complained about today didn't get any relief from that. Um, all right. So then Sagan wins. He ends up getting in the yellow Jersey as well. Gaviria, you know, all those guys went down, they get to, um, be as the same time as the winner. So there's not a big deal there, but uh Fernando Gaviria just comes out of uh first place, he's in second now with uh, six points, Sonny Gabrelli at third, Sylvain Chavanel fourth. They had Kittle at fourth, but he had flatted and not contested the final, so they had I think mixed him in with all that um action, you know, the the, the wreck in one to two K and thought that he was part of that, but they corrected that. Philip Gilbert in fifth, Garrett Thomas in sixth, he moves up a little bit, Oliver Nason. Degen Degenkolb, and DuPont. Now, let's look at uh, the team rankings because those are what they go off of the team time trial for. So, first place, you have Quick Step, Wanty Group, Gobert, Astana, uh, Bora Hansgrohe, uh, Bahrain Merida, all the way down. And the, so, the teams are going to be going in reverse order. Now, I saw something else. So, maybe they've changed a few of these things because I thought I saw Bora as the number one team that they were going last um, and now they're showing them going first. So we'll just see, I, I don't want to s- definitely say which teams are, I, we'll get a list of that, but Mitchton Scott's going to be going first. And then you have team sky movie star, Gupama, BMC racing, team, AEF education first, UAE, AG2R. And I'm just listing those off. Cause those are your, your big hitters. And sometimes those team likes to go last so that they have a good idea of what they're, they're doing at the, uh, the checks and you usually get, you know, a little bit of a help from that. But Mitch Scott, now they don't have; they're not the team that they used to be for the team time trial, but they still are pretty good. And Luke Dubridge going down yesterday did not re- actually help very much. Otherwise, you have Team Sky and BMC going. One of the first few teams, and actually, Movie Star is uh, pretty good as well. But BMC, you know, has won what two out of the three team time trials that they've had this year, and Team Sky has won the other. Um, those two teams go at it. Now, the team that you know is always up there. Team Sunweb, they do pretty good in this as well. And they are going right about in the middle of the lot. They're ninth raked on on Team GC, so they'll be going in the middle. And good chance for them tomorrow to make up some ground. Um, Also, you know, you're getting Quick Step still in the mix. Uh, Even though they're six seconds out, they just have to, you know, they still may get a chance. Or, you know, you may get Sky winning this and putting Garrett Thomas into the yellow jersey, which will be an interesting little item. All right, things that make you go, hmm. Uh, Lawson Craddock today holding on to the field was pretty impressive. Um, I heard uh, there was a note about him yesterday, and they were saying that his teammates were riding next to him, and that every time the group slowed down, he was he was cussing and cursing because he says it's it's more difficult actually slowing down all the time. I think it's just any time you're putting stress on the bars. So maybe his today uh, he was just giving himself some space in the back, kind of doing the Steve Cummings thing of just hanging on the back. And every once in a while, you'd see him get dropped, but he'd make it back up. So obviously there's some tension there and his ability to, to ride and hold the bars is going to be a problem. So with that said, I am anticipating him having actually a lot of trouble in the time trial tomorrow. The team time trial, it's 30 some 35 K I think, and it's not flat. So there's actually some undulation, there's some corners and he's going to, you know, not be the one driving it. He's it's going to be difficult for him to get in those bars and he's going to be up and out of the, and into the wind. And plus he's going to probably be trying to just rotate on the back, uh, not doing much. And that's going to be a lot of problem. And if he's having trouble today, coming off the back just a little bit, even though he's kind of doing it as a strategy, he's going to have a real hard time tomorrow in the team time trial. Now with that said, he could come off and finish and be fine, but he's got to make it, uh, for the cutoff and at a short time, I think it's you know a certain percentage of the winner, usually 25%. Um, I could be wrong on what they're having on that. But he's got to be able to hang on long enough, and then the team is obviously going full bore. And when they're going full out, he is going to have a tough time being able to do that himself. So he's got to hang on long enough. And then still drive it to the finish to be able to continue on, and then hopefully you know he's able to recover enough. It, look, it's it sucks because he went down you know first stage, and so he's doing what he can to um, hang on and to to continue on and hopefully get better. He also has a thing where he's going to be doing, um, and you can look at it on Twitter. Uh, basically, he will he's donating hundred dollars or two hundred dollars. For every stage, he hangs on to a Velodrome in Texas. Uh, I think it got damaged in Hurricane uh, Harvey with uh, in Houston. So he's going to do that, and he wants other people to match it. So if you want to do that and you want to give some money to a, a Velodrome, that's a good idea. Other things that uh, just came to mind here was uh, there's on Twitter there's some comparisons to soccer, and I mentioned it yesterday about um, you see the World Cup players going down with an ankle injury, you know, pretending, and teams come over and they kick them off in the stretcher, and then they're immediately back, and then you see Lawson Craddock who's Um, playing the tough guy uh, and, you know, black eye, faces, you know, cracked shoulder and he's going on. And it was funny to see, you know, there's, there's people that get all worked up over their sports. And so there was people on Twitter today, um, getting all worked up over the fact that this comparison was made and how dare you make that comparison you know your team on soccer is just doing what they would do within the rules trying to bend them enough to you know help their team you know falling down is not helping your team and i don't think that's the reason for the comparison the reason for the comparison is to make fun of soccer or football um, and how these guys are you know try to be tough guys but they're not and, and part of the thing is is theatrics you know, falling down, pretending to be hurt, pretending to be hurt. You don't pretend to be hurt in cycling. You know, there's plenty to joke about in cycling. You know, Tour de Pharmacy has come out, and that's making fun of the fact that there's a, a drug problem that's been in the sport for a long time. Uh, those two guys in Spain in, what, 1996? It's on YouTube where they're spinning around trying to fight each other, two climbers. That's funny, okay? And that's, those are, you know, guys in Lycra shaving their legs. You know, we do this. But it, those are things to make fun of. Um, we don't get timeouts, uh, you know, all these other sports, they get to sit on the bench, they get a halftime, they get a quarter breaks, uh, soccer gets to lay down on the ground and squirm worse than a two year old who's been stung by a bee. I mean, it's ridiculous. And so the idea there guys, you're missing it is we're making fun of your sport. Okay. We're making fun of the fact that you're Vladi you know, flopping in basketball type of thing. It's funny. Okay. And what Lawson Craddock was doing was being a hard man and being a tough guy and finishing a race. He wasn't, you know, hey, next time you get kicked in the shins, suck it up. All right. One last thing. Uh, Richie Port agrees to a two-year deal with Trek segafredo So, you know, BMC is kind of going out of the way. And I don't know that um, Jamakowicz has come up with a new uh, sponsor as of yet. So that's that's still out there and you know so Richie's decided to bail and and he's signing with Trek uh I also saw Greg Van Averma and said he has not signed with anybody yet so I don't know if you know it's kind of the EF education first last year and you know what they had and anyway hope those guys find a team and we're able to um you know get some relief and and, and you don't like to see anybody basically um you know, losing part of their livelihood, or the teams are already reduced enough. With uh, you lost one rider basically out of the world tour, going from eight to nine, and so teams were cutting their roster accordingly. And now, you know, every year it's the same old thing. You possibly have. Team's going away. So it's just the economics of the sport. And we've talked about that. Uh, check out our, some of our podcasts from last year. We talked about economics of cycling. All right. Tomorrow, stage three, uh, Monday, July 9th, from uh, Cholet to Cholet. So they stay right in the same town. It's a big loop there. 35 kilometer team time trial. Look for those times for when the stage will be um, live because they are catering to the World Cup a little bit. So stage one was really early. Stage two today was a little bit more normal. Uh, I'm not sure about stage three tomorrow, um, but 35 kilometers. And then the day after that you have a normal stage going 192, and then Wednesday, 203. So we'll talk about those as well. Um, once again, thanks for joining in. This is uh, once again on, on YouTube live, um, Let us know how that goes. Uh, it doesn't look like anybody's really been joining in. Um, possibly we'll have to, uh, announce what time we're going to be doing it so that it's a little bit easier for you to join in with the chat. And I'm hoping for going forward, we can get some of these times, uh, right around after the stage is concluded. So you guys might be at work. Want to just, you know, log on real quick there and I'll try to do that as well. Not going to happen tomorrow because I've, um, I'm busy with my job tomorrow. got court. Um, I, I go to court for a living I'm, a, I'm an attorney so and then wednesday the same thing but i think tuesday well tuesday same thing um so monday tuesday wednesday probably night gonna happen uh, stages three four and five but we'll look for you on thursday thanks for joining in